Hey, hey, it's Christine Conti and Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. Well, where it's at. Hello, everybody. We are on podcast number five already. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. I know. We haven't run out of things to say yet, which is kind of, you know, kind of exciting. But um, we have so much going on and so many exciting things happening. And we've been talking to so many awesome people in the last few weeks and spreading the love of our fitness and wellness and, and health and everything that we're excited about. So um, we have some great stuff going on. And one thing I just want to remind everyone is that if you're at the Jersey Shore, which is where we are, come out on September 30th for the most amazing health and wellness <laughs> fair at the Brick PAL. Uh, we'd love to see you and love to spread uh, our love of health and wellness. We're going to be there. We're going to be podcasting. The radio station is going to be there. So that is number one. And number two, Brian, you got to tell us about... About Dad's What's Up? I love this. All right. So, uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago I went on to Facebook and... Um, and it was last week, actually, and I just put a little video about there. I was just feeling inspired after a run, so I uh, I put it out there that I was going to start a, a, a page, a Facebook page that's going to uh, provide uh, free fitness, uh, work, you know, body weight workouts that you can do anytime, anywhere. It's going to be free uh, that you know we can do, and and uh, just kind of just create a group that's uh, that's going to be motivating for people and um, and and give them a landing spot for uh, health and wellness. We're going to do, you know, I'm going to do my health coaching thing on there and, and uh, we'll give, let people, you know, people can come in, knock out the workouts. There's uh there's uh, you know, a challenge or so each month or every other week, or we might drop one in in the middle just to kind of, uh, to get uh, something moving, but um, it's going to be tons of fun. I put it up actually this morning. So uh, uh, today is the, uh, the 15th of September. So uh, go search it. Hashtag dads. What's up? Because dads, what's up? And it's also kind of a question like dads, what's up? Um, you know, just a little more background to it. I, you know, the reason why I named it that is because, um, you know, I, I um, we want uh, to make these, we want to have a, a nice crop of healthy parents out there, uh, particularly the dads. Uh, I love that women are so great with a cause. You tell a woman that we got to do this thing and it's up and it's ready and it's going. Dads, not so much, right? We need a little, you know, thing. So I said, you know, we need a good spot for that. So uh, I hope you like it. Dads, what's up? Hashtag dads, what's up? Search it on Facebook uh, or come find me on Facebook or uh, come find us on our um, uh, Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone Facebook page. And uh, you'll be able, I'll link it through there. We'll be able to, uh, to hook up through all that stuff. Uh, tons of fun. Let's party. And what's even better is a month ago, I think, right? When you really came up with this, yeah. Dad, with Dad's What's Up. Yeah. Brian's like, Christine, I, I came up with the best idea. It's like, Dad's What's Up. Get it? Like, Dad's What's Up? Like, Dad's What's Up? I'm like, Brian, I get it. I got it. I got it. It's really cool. Like, Dad's What's it, Up. I said it a thousand times. It literally, it was kind of comical after a while. I'm like, no, I, to I totally, like, I get it. It's really cool. Like, Dad's What's Up. Dad's so, What's Up. But it's yeah. also like, Dad's What's Up. Yeah. See, I just did it there. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, Let's go. Let's go back, right? We got a couple things that we need to uh, 
need to recap before we get started with today, our fifth episode. This is nuts. Um, so we started out, if you're just joining us for the first time, our first episode was Why Are We Too Fit Crazies? Please check it out. It's kind of raw, but it is really who we are and we're very real and you're going to get great kind of just real life um, stories, anecdotes. Um, you know, it, it's going to be funny. It's going to be fun. Um, we're going to give you some info about you know, nutrition and fitness and wellness, but we're not going to lecture you. We're not here to say you need to do this and you need to do that. And no, it's what's going to work for you. And it's kind of from our background, who we are. Um, our second episode was who needs you? Like who needs you? Like we need you, but really is the glass half empty, the glass half full. Um, our third episode was WTF, our first WTF. And it was what the food, yeah, I got to grill Brian about some different um, diets and different foods and, you know, what's out there? Do we just eat all meats and forget the carbs? Do we eat all vegetables? No. And, uh, yes. <laughs> right. He loves a plant-based. But, I mean, it's what works for him, and we find out what works for us, and we are experiments of... One. Yeah, see, we're getting good at this now. We don't even have to, like, tag or, like, hit a button and, like, buzz them. Like, this is wrong answer, you know? <laughs> or, like, this is, you go. Um, and then the last time we met, we talked about WTF, but it was what the... Fitness. Yeah, we talked about different programs. We talked about what's out there. And just like with the food, there's no fitness program that is the end-all, be-all. Um, the yogis, you need to do cardio. The cardio, you need to do some strength. Um you know, really, there's great things out there, and if you do them safely and you listen to your body, right, it's going to work for you. Um, you know, again, what you're training for, if you're training for a 5K or a marathon or an Ironman or, heck, you know what? You just want to move your body because if you don't move, it's all over. That's right. Bodies are meant to move. They're not meant to sit. They're not, not meant to just, you know, be sedentary. we, we got to move to keep ourselves healthy. So that was that was big last time, and um, what do you want to add to that? Good. Just in my personal experience, that the, the most the best workout plans and the best you know uh, uh, way to, to approach it is to be well rounded. Uh, you know, if you're just doing one thing, then you're just going to work that one thing. I know plenty of people that lift weights that can't run around the block. I know plenty of people that uh, can run very very far that uh, can't do one push up. Uh, you know, and, and are stiff as a board because they never, ever stretch. So, you know, be well-rounded, um, you know, and, and, and just really uh, uh, be thorough with everything. And, and, and don't stick to one thing. Just try things. Try try different things and, and uh, you know, figure out. You might fall into something that you enjoy very much. I love it. All right, so this is this is where it gets fun because um, I'm sitting watching or I'm sitting listening. Um, Brian and I always listen to our podcast to see – you know, how did it go? How do we sound? And, you know, was someone too close to the microphone? It's just sensitive me sometimes. Um, but I was I was talking to my husband and, and we went over different fitness programs and, and it was hysterical because after it was done, he's like, no, that was good. He's like, but I'm gonna call you out. I'm like, what are you talking about calling me out? He's like, I'll call you out on this. He's like, you need to start telling people exactly how you feel about uh -oh. certain things. And I'm like, but he's uh -oh. like, He's like, okay, so here's the deal. Um, and I got to come clean on this because, yes, Brian and I are building, you know, a, an audience. We're, we're building, you know, hopefully people that are going to be inspired and get out there and maybe eat a little better or move a little more and find something that works. So we don't want to necessarily say, no, we don't like this or no. Well, there are things that we personally may not agree with. 
And, you know, I know I try and, you know, give the well-rounded perspective of different things, but, you know, my husband's like, all right, Christine, here's the deal. You know, you're talking about how much, you know, this program, and especially he called me out on CrossFit. I am someone who really, I'm not a big advocate of CrossFit. I'm going to say that right now. All right. Like I said last week, there's like 20% of them that are fantastic and 80% are not. Most people, I would have to say 99.9% people I come across with have gotten hurt at CrossFit. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it. I see it myself. I'm sorry. And my husband was like, you need to tell people this. He's like, if this is your podcast, people are going to want to know what you think. Not the sugar-coated, oh, well, you know. So there you go. So I'm not going to say I'm going to curse like a sailor like I really do sometimes. And However... um, you know, I do think that that is something that Brian and I owe you guys. We owe you to be completely authentic. Um, and this is real. And I, I talked to Brian after and, and I was like, you know what? It's like the real world. It's when people stop being nice and they start getting real. (laughs) So that's really, we're not going to be mean, but we want you to know that we want to be as authentic as possible. And I don't want my husband to call me out on, you know, Hey, well you listen, this for, for better or worse, this is always going to be a, a you know a better podcast if we speak our truths and what we know to be our truths. And I actually agree with Christine, <laughs> and I um, you know I'm not the strongest advocate of of CrossFit uh, workouts at all, um, you know, and for several reasons. Um, a lot of it comes from the arrogance uh, of, of some of the people that uh, you know. They're very, like I said uh, last on episode four, they are very, very prideful tribe group, um, you know, with their dukes up, uh, you know, when anyone speaks uh, poorly of their CrossFit. And they're also, um, you know, my whole aspect, I always try to be empathetic of everything, of why people do certain things, not even just with fitness or food or anything like that. Tell me why you do it and tell me like, so I can maybe, you know, just consider your point of view. Uh, and, and I think that what uh, I get from, from that crew is a very standoffish, you're doing it the wrong way if you're not doing it this way. And, uh, you know, I, and I really, um, I don't appreciate it. I think it's cute sometimes. I think it's cute. I, have, I, had, trouble. I had one guy tell me, and this is good. He says, uh, oh, you run a lot. Uh, do you run uh, 5Ks? And I said, yeah, I do. Because I do run 5Ks. That was the question. I run 5Ks. I run miles. I run marathons. I run half marathons. I run anything. I'll run. I'll run to the uh, to the mailbox and get the mail. I don't care. I love it. And I, you know, so you run 5Ks. And he says, Yeah. He says, Oh, that's good. He says, You know, you're a runner, so you should come and do CrossFit light. It's on Wednesdays. You can come and do CrossFit light. And I uh, I gave him a a mocking voice there when I just did that interpretation or an impression because uh, I wasn't too appreciative of it appreciative of it and uh i said oh this is cute i said this guy now i have a purpose in life is to come to crossfit light and blow up <laughs> you know to just destroy everybody's <laughs> that's my ego and my uh i guess my arrogance uh, that i speak of there but uh yeah it was it was uh it was pretty funny i said i'll come to crossfit light if you come to the track with me and uh i'll make your wrongs bleed sir oh my gosh Kid. We're getting really real today. This Holy really cow. Real. Christine, what did you do? I don't know. Did I don't you know. just pour gas but, on the fire? <laughs> real. But here's it. All right. So here's what we're talking about with that, you know, why you're doing certain things. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll qualify myself of why I say this. Um, I was a, you know, collegiate athlete and my whole life I grew up in that weight room doing exactly what CrossFit was. 
And when I was training sports specific for volleyball, it was how much weight could you throw over your head? How much can you squat? How much could you hang clean, push press? Um, your box jumps. I mean, I remember cutting my open my legs. The boxes were not plastic like they are today. They were metal. So you bled often in the weight room, literally. Right. right. Um, so for me, many people got injured. We were tearing our shoulders. We were tearing our knees. I, you name it, you were getting hurt. So when I think of fitness, and this is where Brian and I come from with this idea that, you know, I hate to badmouth things, but ask yourself, what's your why? How is that functional? When you're 60, 70 years old, what's the purpose of lifting that amount of weight? If you're training for a certain event or you're a, like a log thrower, that's your job. Okay, yes, you need to right. throw that weight right. over your head. It's something that is for survival, whatever um, reason. But that's, that's my question is what is your why for this? How is this functional? How does this produce? How is this you know, great for longevity in your life? Once you can tell me right. scientifically that this has positive results over a long span of time, then I will change my mind. And I welcome that. I right. welcome that, you know, prove me wrong, people. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Because uh, I think we're going to hear, I think we'll, we'll hear back on this one. Absolutely. Quite we're going to get yelled at, but yeah. that's totally and, 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 you know, really for me, it was almost uh, more of, of the assumption that I don't do a lot of those things. I do strength train. I strength train probably more than, than, uh, you know, I, I like I, I run primarily, uh, but I do strength train, you know, more as a, as a, a runner, uh, than probably most. I lift kettlebells a lot. I train a lot with kettlebells. Uh, it helps me stay on the roads and, and helps me, you know, get stronger and faster. So I think that there's that assumption that I don't do those things because I'm not doing it in the box or, uh, you know, whatever um, they want to, you know, the, where they do it is that, you know, I'm not somebody who's as fit as them because I don't do it their way, which couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you know, and, and uh, the other thing that really that as a trainer, so now we're taking off the athlete uh, hat and we're putting on the trainer hat is that uh, when I look at how the competition, the constant competition that's within the programming of CrossFit. It's something that I don't quite understand. And again, maybe, you know, I, I've done it. I've done it enough to, to know what it is. And I've done it enough to know um, that the programming in it is a constant competition. Every day you're going in there to compete and you're going to put the numbers on that board and the next person walking in is going to see those numbers on the board and they're going to see what they have to beat that day. And that is most days of the week. They may have some sort of recovery days or CrossFit light, I suppose, on Wednesdays. Yeah, there are days of... Yeah. Right. But when I look at it, like programming and, and scheduling of workouts and things, I'd say that most most likely, you know, 90% of the running that I do, um, running specifically, you know, just the running portion of, of how I train is is training. It's It's practice for an event you know it's practice for you know there, there's not so many workouts that are done like there's maybe some key workouts throughout the week or a 10-day block that I'll put in there but for the most part you know you're really run especially marathons maybe one or two a year uh, and and everything that's leading up to that there's planning to that um for most of us, Christine's laughing. There's planning involved in marathon. My friend running. just texted me. I'm doing <laughs> Chicago in three weeks. She just texted me. She's like, I'm swimming as I start to taper. And I'm like, 
Taper? Oh. We're going to have uh, the podcast before she leaves to go to uh, Chicago. She's gonna, we're going to have a prediction for her time. I'm gonna, Great. Yeah, no, no, no. no I'm going to no. totally transform. Yeah. We'll take live face. calls. We'll take oh live gosh. calls. Uh, <laughs> Conti's prediction, Chicago Marathon. But what I was going to get back to is, you know, a lot of that competition, it's constantly uh, full guns. It's constantly um, the, the, the push is always, always, always on. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, just like anybody of the people, the people that I know that run very well, that would run a 5K every weekend. They race every weekend. They race religiously every weekend. There is not a lot of growth in that. Uh, there is stag, you know, they get stagnant. Um, they, they don't really, because they don't take the time to recover and grow and build off of workouts that are designed to get them better at a peak, to peak at a certain time or peak uh, at a, you know, a certain distance or peak, um, you, know, uh, you know, for just, so again, a specific point on the calendar. So, that's, uh, I think some, though, I do think that there are, like I said, 80-20. And I think that 80-20 could probably be any program out there, not just – I know we're right. picking on – you know, it seems like we're picking on CrossFit. We're just kind of throwing it out there because they – you know, that's a big right. name everyone knows. But I think there's a lot of programs that are similar, that have the same thing, where there's great people out there and then there's the not-so-great. And, again, finding something that is your strength, however – you know, I do know that there's programs that do that people do the recovery right. and they do have that, you know, muscle recovery time in there. But then there are people that go hundred percent every day and that's where you see the the tearing of the muscles. Right. I'm tired and I'm just rip my shoulder out of its socket because it's it's fatigued and it needs a few days before I do another Agreed. hang clean push press. Agreed. But um, but needless to say, it's it's something that we feel very passionate about. Again, we're here to, to to spread our knowledge. That is what we have experienced. Right. So I know there's people out there that have had wonderful experiences where they have changed their life for positive through it, and we're not taking away from That's that. Right. We are telling you what we have experienced. So take it for what it's worth. You want to hear it? Great. If not, That's, you know. yeah. The empathetic side of me that I just said, you know, try and consider all things as if they've gotten a lot of people very fit as well. Uh, you know, and they, uh, and they, it, it, it's, you know, how could that be bad? Right. You know, so they, they definitely designed something that helps people. Uh, you know, I think that the, that the flaw in it possibly is what we talked about last week, which you were very honest about last week and you were very forthcoming, which is, uh, you know, find the one, if you're going to do that, find the one that has quality trainers, coaches that are really going to, um, keep you out of harm's way. And anywhere, anything that you anything. go to. Sure. I think we talked about, um, not just read the labels on your food we talked about, but read the labels on your trainers. And if they can't tell you where they're certified or through what national organization or have they been in the industry, where have they worked? That should be a very open conversation, not like, hey, I just, you know, I don't want someone who got their CPR online to be the one who saved me. (laughs) I'm sorry. that, that's, please don't sign me up for that because I don't want that lifeguard yeah, in, in the cracker jack box. Oh my God. Well, I answered five questions, right? And they gave me a card. So it's gotta be legit, right? Oh, good Lord. So yeah. And you know, it, it's like if, if you
you know, we've got a good thing going at the gym I work at, and Christine does too, and they've got very good programming and, and, and everything's good. But it's, you know, you're interviewing us as much as, um, you know, you're interviewing, you know, as much as we're just, you know, our door is always open and you're welcome to come in. But you got to make sure that, that it's a good fit for you. If you've got a trainer that's not, uh, you know, uh, asking you to, uh, you know, put in recovery days or off days, you know, if you got a trainer that's always, always, always full guns and there's nothing, I mean, there's a boot camp or something of the like at, at the gym that I work at every single day. And if I see people there every single day, I point out to them, hey, you know, you've got to, you've got to add a recovery and we've got yoga right next door. Why don't, you, why don't you go over there? As much as I like seeing you in my class, you've got to, uh, you know, put things in place because rest is recovery and, and recovery is, is growth. And, you know, it's got to be like that. If you're ramming your head against the wall seven days a week, six days a week, then, you know, there, there's, there's going to, you're going to, you're going to plateau. You're going to, you know, you're going to really top off and you're probably going to burn out probably going to miss some time or get injured or something like that. You have to really balance everything. You know what I was going to add to that is that if I do train someone three days a week, which here's what I do. Monday is going to be one type of workout. Sure. Wednesday is a different one. Sure. Friday is different. You have to make sure one of those days you work in balance and flexibility. Another day you're probably going to work in intervals where you're spiking your heart rate and recovering. And then another day, you know, maybe it's more endurance. So a good trainer, and I know that you know we'll get into what we're really going to talk about today in a second. Yeah. But a good trainer is going to do that for you. You're not going to be doing the same exact type of workouts. You could have similar moves, but they're going to be for different amounts of time. You're going to see all different sure. trends of the body. Sure, you're not just going to be moving sagittally, like forward and back. It, you know, and that's something that's really important. I think is important to us, and should be important to you. And hey, this is what we know. And this is what works. So with that said, we are going to move on to really talk about something else that we're very passionate about. And I'm going to let Brian introduce this because um, there's a lot to say about this. So I'm going to jump in in a minute. But let's uh, let's hear today's main focus now that we've done getting real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that we've got intense. that out of the way. That was some that was some some housekeeping. Oh, and by the way, I said Conti, settle down. It's good. <laughs> by the way, um this was like, oh, this is we're going to have such a fun podcast and be so great. And then um Brian texted me yesterday. He's like, I think we need to talk about um let, we need to talk before we have this podcast. I'm like, I called oh, for I called for a pre-production oh my God. meeting. I'm I'm like anxious. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, we have to have a pre-meeting. Oh, I'm sorry like, about that. I just wanted to make sure. Is you're there a cool. PowerPoint that I yeah. missed? Because you know now I'm like up the ante. Like, is there is there something I don't know about? No. I'm gonna need you to wear um, a pantsuit for our next. <laughs> There's uniform requirements now. We're gone legit. <laughs> yeah, you don't know now. I roll in here like I had forty minutes before this. I'm like, Me hey, too. I could totally get in five miles, right? Like forty minutes as fast as I can. I got here. Yeah, it's I'm looking fantastic. Thank yep. God we're podcasting. That's today. right. We got we got a uh, we got to look for radio right now or look for podcasting right now. We're look and smell for podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. So this is actually one of my very uh, favorite. Topics and something that I use is a um, is a tool when I'm health coaching mostly, but it definitely applies to fitness as well. And um, you know, it's it's one of the things that maybe somebody wouldn't really um, think about 
but it's it's a very effective tool, and it, it's it's something that uh, we all have. Uh, one of these um, strengths is what we like to call them. They're signature strengths, and what I try to do is get people to work within their strengths to help themselves. There are people that are very very good at certain things. Uh, some people are analytical. Um, some people are all heart. Some people are very much, uh, you know, there are, there are people that are um, very brave and willing to try different things, open-minded. There are people that are, uh, you know, a little bit more closed-minded, which necess isn't necessarily the worst thing. Uh, you know, it's animalistic traits. You know, there, there, there are there are antelopes and there are lions, you know, and and lion and antelopes are very fast for a reason, and they know when to flee and they know when to, uh, you know, and lions, you know, know when to, to growl. We are antelopes. Yeah, a little bit. I could be a lion, um, but you know, um, it's one of those things. When we get people to work within their strengths, uh, we can get, you know, you can get more out of it. Uh, people, um, you know, you see it in school all the time. There's some people that are very uh, good um, with math. You know, there's the math and science kids, and then there's the history people, uh, and then there's, you know, the, the uh, you know, uh, people are good picking up languages. People like, uh, you know, they're more cerebral than others, uh, or they're more, um, you know, they're more visual. You see that visual learners as opposed to, you know, people like to hear it. Uh, people like to read it. They're better to absorb it. I know I am, uh, I, I'm definitely like a more visual uh, type of type of learner. Uh, I'd rather watch a documentary than read a book. Um, you? Oh, I just broke her heart. The English teacher in the house. Uh. So, uh, you know, so what we kind of look at is is are ways that we can take their traits and, and, and build off of them and work with them as opposed to working against them. Uh, some of these traits, now there's 24 signature uh, uh, traits, strengths, and they are, uh, you know, they're a, a, a product of, positive psychology and they're developed over time and they're not unique to us or, or uh, anybody I you know I don't even know the exact origin of it but uh, you know there are some some forefathers of, uh, of uh, positive psychology um, you know that we probably learned you probably learned Christine in your uh, your uh, education classes you know when you had to take psych classes for your teaching uh, mm -hmm. you know right? so uh, Carl Jung and uh, Skinner and uh, you know some of those guys that uh, that develop some of these uh, techniques. So, you know, humor is a great strength that people really like to uh, you know um, to work with. Curiosity is a strength. Um, uh, leadership is a strength. Uh, if you have somebody that's a leader and you can kind of give them leadership qualities and things to work with, uh, as far as being a leader, it really works well to them that they can apply it and, and put it into their. Uh, you know, their mission of becoming healthier. Um, some people need a lot of guidance. Some people, I figure out the why, or we ask them, I said, well, you know, what, you know, what is it that you want? And they have an answer, and then I get the heck out of the way, and they cut the balls rolling. You know, I'm there to help them and guide them as they go. But, uh, you know, it's really, uh, so people are different, obviously, right? The more we know their differences and really their strengths, the more that we can kind of apply and, and create programs to help them, in this case, be more health healthy or more fit. Uh, just like anything. I mean, you're a teacher. You see that with your students, right? Absolutely. This is, I mean, you have to work with your strengths. 
Um, if you're going to, and again, my whole thing is about being positive. That is my role in life. When you come up, you know, and, and deal with Christine, it's one of the biggest things I want you to walk away from is that, wow, she's got great energy, positive energy. That's very important because all too often we're getting this, you know, this negative message, whether it's from the media or you're not good enough or this or that. We got it. We, and it's interesting because you don't realize how much we actually do internalize this. Sure. You don't have to tell me I did a bad job. You don't have to tell me I could do better. Right. I got it. Yeah. I, you can always be better. But sitting here going, okay, I'm good at this. Let's focus on how I'm good at this to overcome my weaknesses. And again, you know, took a lot of psychology classes, whether it be regular psychology with, uh, with teaching, with just English, with child psychology. And I, I love, you know, like you and Campbell and I, we just, you know, the archetypal theory and all this, you know, sure. not to get into Maslow being really dorkish, you know, yeah. I, I'm a secret dork is what I say. I don't let it out very often, but, um, it's so important. And once you start to figure out your own strengths, you can start to say, okay, you know what? And again, Brian and I are coming to you from a fitness and health standpoint. We're not here to say, okay, you should be a rocket scientist. You should be a, right. no, let's talk about what are your strengths? Do you like, are you a very social person? Sure. Guess what? It might work great for you to go to a gym or join a group or go to a nutritional group. That would be great for you because you love being social and you love doing things, and you love mingling, Right. that would be awesome. If you're someone who is more of an introvert, you know, maybe that's not your case. Maybe you're someone who works one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Um, maybe you're not all over Facebook and, you know, social media saying, I just did this. If, if that's your strength, I mean, go with what you, what you know and what feels good. And exactly. And I'm looking at number one is on this signature strength I was on is love, which is a feeling. It should be number one. It should be number one. It's all we need, right? It, oh, I know. All we need, all is, we need love. is love. Love is all we need. Um, think, I mean, think about that. The biggest thing, though, is self-love. Absolutely. Self-love. That should be everyone's number one strength. If you reach number one strength in the world is self-love. Self-actualization. <laughs> Wow. Correct, right? You're going to realize what in life is most important. And then you're going to hit that list of, okay, here's my priorities. Your priorities will be insane if number one is self-love. And then, you know, what's the next one? Is it is it a God or a religion? I mean, sometimes they say religion first. and It's up to you. But family, friends, work. I mean, yeah. that's your strength then. And yeah. it, it's very powerful. Yeah, that's the, that, you know... Um, there are very few, few humans ever in, you know, that have actually reached that peak of self-actualization. Uh, so, but that doesn't mean that it can't be a goal. Uh, you know, there, it's, it, we can, we can get pretty good at it. Right. Like the old saying, like, don't, don't let, don't let uh, uh, perfection get in the way of good. You know, we can get, we don't have to be perfect at it, but we can get closer to it with just, you know, kind of observing and, and just kind of, Figuring out what you are and 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 and, and working with it, um, you know. Christine brought up a great point. Like you might have somebody in a class setting that is just coming back into fitness, or somebody who is uh, you know new altogether. 
uh, that might not have been in a class in a, while, a long time. And that's enough to keep people out of the gym. Uh, that's enough to uh, actually have people not want to walk into a, a class where they haven't been there in a long, long time. Uh, you know, or, or, you know, say all oh, those people are so fit, I can't possibly go there. I know you had something at the gym this week where people said, I can't take your class because it's too hard, right? Yeah, I was, I was on, I plan, I've been on like a rampage this week. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm like on a this rampage. Week? Well, especially this, I don't know. I just wasn't having it this week. I wasn't having the negativity. And every once in a while, yeah. I really put my foot down. And I know everyone on podcast right now is like, oh my gosh. Well, because... Enough with the self-deprecation. I'm right. done with it. I'm done with the me, me. I get it. I could be better. You could be better. Everyone could be better. But it's funny because they talk about your strength. If you have self-love, it means that you're okay with yourself. Listen, I'm, I get it. I can't be better. But I love myself. I'm going to do the best that I can. And I'll, I'll tell a short story. Is that um, in the gym and there's a bunch of um, ladies working out. And... They were getting back into fitness is what they said. And I was like, that's awesome. What are you doing? I have a class coming up next. You should stay. Just, we could never do what you do. We're too old. We're too. And I'm like, normally I would kind of let it go. Oh, it's okay. You guys are doing great. But I wasn't having it this week. So I put my stuff down. And I walked over and I said. It got real. It got real, real fast. (laughs) And I was like, I'm like, oh, Christine, you shouldn't even do this. But I just felt like I was done. So I walk over and I'm like, okay, what did you just say? And I don't know these people. I'm like, excuse me, what did You're you talking say? to me? Yeah. She's, you know, she's like, I'm too old for this. And I said, okay, I'm sorry. I don't, I can't hear you. Too old? Like, are, are you 105? I mean, are you Yoda? Yoda's like thousands of years old. He's still doing it. He's still doing backflips with like a lightsaber. He walks the walk. Okay. So do or do not. There is no try is what I'm thinking in my head. So like, I can't do it. And you, and, and I'm like, so now they're like looking me up and down and I'm like, I see you looking at me. <laughs> I see it. And people talk about fat shaming, right? They talk about like, oh, well, people are looking at me because I, okay, there's the same exact thing if you're in shape. Are you it, fit shaming? It's fit shaming. It's is what it is. It's body shaming is what it is. I, yeah. I don't care if you're overweight, underweight, you're a supermodel, you're this. It, that's what it is. It's judging. And when you don't, if you don't have self-love, you're going to judge others. And you don't know what other people have been through. So this, like, you know, they're like, oh, well, we, this and that. I said, I see, look, well, we can't do it. You do my name. And I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm like, you can do whatever it is you want to do. It's keep moving. And I said, you have no idea who I am or what my medical history is or what I can and cannot do. And I said, I don't think it's fair that you judge me when <laughs> yeah, you don't I even agree. know me. I agree. And I don't normally do this, but I was like, I have some major health right. issues. And I choose not to use it as a crutch. Bam. Bam. And I said, I would love for you guys to just come to the very beginning of my class. Do what you can. It's not going to be over your head. Right. And have fun. It's functional. Right. Go at your own pace. play. Freaking walk in the back of the room. I don't care. Yeah. Rub your belly and tap your head. (laughs) I mean, whatever you need. Stick your tongue out to me. Give me the middle finger. That's fine. You're there. You're doing it. And... It's funny because sure enough, you know, I was like, I'm like, girls, just keep working. And I call it on girls because that's awesome. Like, I hate someone says like, ma'am. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, um, girl. You know, I call them guys sometimes. I like, come on in, guys. And it's like, I look and it's a room full of women. At yeah. the, at the, you know, all right. I said, does come that offend guys. you that I call you guys? You're clearly um, not guys. But yeah. So anyway, they stayed first bar class and they had fun. They had smiles on their face. Of course. And it's like. There you go. There's right. that self-love right. that 
all of a sudden, you know, maybe I'm a jerk because I was wasn't having it. But I they just, caught you, and I, you were in a mood. Yeah, you were, yeah, yeah. They knew, I just knew that I saw this <laughs> this kind of this self hate and this doubt and this yeah negativity absolutely. And I wanted to squash it, and I hear it too. You know, I, you know, I, I, I'm not ready for your class. I said, you know, quit getting ready to be ready. You're already ready. You're never ready for anything. No, if that's the case. No, you come in and we modify everything. You know, I, I've, uh, I've, I've had some really um, new or back to fitness. Uh, you know, people getting back to it lately, and uh, you know, because it's it's September. And, you know, as much as we're wired for New Year's resolutions and things, we're still wired for school. And a lot of people will get off the, uh, you know, the, the, their summer's over and they fall. They have a little transition. And we've been seeing a lot of people, uh, you know, newbies in the gym, which I love. I love that. I love that. I told you I love I would rather work with them than the fittest of the fit and the greatest athletes in the world and try and, you know, split those hairs. And, and, and I think, um, you know, and really what I was going to say is that, you know, people's strengths or, you know, maybe there's that hesitation to come into a full classroom where people are very fit and, they're, and they're, they don't want to really come in. So maybe that's somebody who has, you know, we would say, you know, you could use some sessions with one-on-one. -on -one. You know, we work within that strength or whatever, you know, maybe in that case, their hesitation is a strength. You know, those, those are the people that aren't really going to run into uh, a burning building, you know, which might save their lives, you know, like there's, 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 Flight or flight, you know, fight or flight, and uh, you know, there's flight for a reason, and it's not wrong. I don't think there's any right answer, uh, wrong answer to that. Um, you know, it's it's how we kind of manage who we really are, uh, and and translate it into you know something, you know, fitness like you know, um, forgiveness and mercy. I have people that uh, will, will that you know I see runners all the time that are completely like merciless uh, on their performance. And they'll have a bad race and it will kill them. And then there's other people that would say, you know, by the time they get this sip of water, they say, well, that was a bad race. And they brush it off and then they're done and they're on to the next one. You know, so what are those strengths? How can you prepare for something knowing those strengths or, you know, I don't even think it's a weakness because if you are hard on yourself, it's probably for good reason. Uh, the one thing I don't go to for uh, just like you is that negativity. I mean, we got to change that. <laughs> like if that's, you know, we don't need perfection, like I said, but we got to, you know, we really got to see things in a different light if that's what's going on, because that's stuff that will, that will eat you up and that will, that will really, you know, eventually keep you from doing really great things in your life. If every time you have just that negative outlook on everything, you know, and you are that, that black cloud, I mean, you see it, mm -hmm. you see it, you know, that old friend from Facebook that just constant you know from high school or something that you know you caught up with after all those years there's just a constant negativity and negative and the negative oh yeah i block yeah blind block and uh, you know it's just a black cloud there's some people that are they're, they're just black cloud and, and really it's energy and it follows them and 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 that's you know if uh if if you uh, aren't if you don't know you know if you're surrounded by a big group of people and you don't know who the black cloud is it might be you <laughs> Because everyone knows who Black Cloud is. I call it the cancer. Yeah. You have to rid the cancers is what it is. Because yeah. those cancers are going to... See, I like healing cancer. Well, that's true. I mean, well, I'm talking people anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I know, no, no, I know, no. But like, you know, if I can if I can help them in a way or see things right. in, a, in a way that can can help them, um, you know, just be, have gratitude and be grateful for one thing, you know, then, then uh, you know, or just see just one thing, whatever it is. 
I heard on a podcast not too long ago, you know, that, that the, uh, it was when you wake up in the morning and your eyes open and you see, you know, you see the ceiling, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, one deep breath, one gratitude, one goal for the day. Like those three things can change your whole entire day. So it's just one of those things. If you first thing you think about in the morning is something that is, you know, you're grateful for, it's it's just you're ahead of the game. Uh, so you know that's a strength. And if somebody is not working very well with that, then we can kind of get it out of the way and acknowledge it and work with it. Um, one of the things that I like to do, especially with the health coaching perspective, and uh, you know, health coaching is funny because it is nutrition based. And it is in order to, you know, help people get, be healthy, but it's really to, to get them to find out more about themselves, uh, you know, and, and really just try and open up a little bit so that way they can kind of, again, work with these strengths and, 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 um, and, and figure out who they are so that they don't do things that go against who they are. Uh, one of the things that I do, I don't know, are you familiar with? Oh my God, I wrote it down. You did? It's in my book. Yes. It's in my book already. Fascinating tool. I'll throw a link up. <laughs> Uh, when we, you know, on the, the, um, I help it. Do you uh, need to yeah. see it in order to, no, I, I agree. It's down on my notes. I agree. Uh, Myersbriggs.org, I believe is the, uh, is the, is the thing. So it's a test, right? Tell me what you know. Oh my gosh. So it's, it's a personality test is what it is. Sure. Um, don't judge me because I used to use it, um, when we analyze Shakespeare, that's my door coming out again. Yeah. We would analyze different characters, Shakespearean characters, characters throughout literature. So not only would we do this with our students. Um, at the beginning of the year, and it gave me a good indication. The little Susie in the back has never spoken before, but she's really an extrovert. This would come, hey guys, how many people are this? How many people are that? Um, and it would tell you kind of what you're like. Are you a feeler? Are you emotional? Are you outgoing? Are you someone who is, you know, I guess, uh, are you a lover even? You know? Right, sure. Um, but it really gave you a good understanding. Again, for me, I'm an extrovert. That's just there you go. Yeah. I'm the one who's going to, you know, run out into the middle of the street to, to save that turtle. Yeah. I've known to do that many a times <laughs> to traffic where it's like, right. I'm like, I got you, little turtle. I mean, to Maryland, you're the right. turtle. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Turtles are good <laughs> luck, okay? Turtles are really good luck. So um, it tells you what your, what's your personality. Sure. Um, and it's, I mean, it's an amazing tool because sometimes people don't realize and it goes through this laundry list of questions. Yeah, I think it's like 40 questions. Maybe, and it's, I mean, you could do it right online. You yeah. can look up Myers-Briggs and it, you know, put it in and it'll tell you what it is. And you may fit into multiple categories, but usually the categories overlap. Um, Certainly. And you'll, I think it's very telling. And sometimes people are like, wait, I didn't realize that I might be better off with this type of activity or right. these types of friends or... There are, there are plenty of extroverted people that really, really enjoy their quiet time. I'm, I'm one of them. I am uh, too. Yeah. I mean, I actually, when I do Myers-Briggs, I actually return. Uh, let me give you a real quick explanation how it works. So there's there's really eight or there's four different areas and there's there's two sides to each area. So they'll kind of give you, you answer questions and they'll return, you know, based on your answers, they'll give you some feedback as to the, your type of personality. So there's extroversion or introversion. There's sensing or intuition. There's thinking or feeling. And then there's judging or perceiving. So 
when you go through this test, you could be an extrovert who's in, you know, who works with intuition, but is also a thinker and, you know, who's more inclined to judge. And, or you can have the complete opposite of that. And there's no right or wrong to it. I mean, it's just how people are. We're all, we're all very, very different. I actually happen to be an, uh, an INFP, I think is what I am, as I, what I qualify. I'm, I'm introverted. Um, you know, and, and I, I'm a feeler and I'm more into perceiving and, uh, and intuition. So it's one of those things where, you know, and, and the, really the cool thing about the test, and please do take it, take it, you'll find out a lot about yourself, uh, that the test will actually return to you and tell you like almost like exactly who you are. You'll read it and you're like, that's me. Uh, you know, I am the type of person that is almost more comfortable talking to you through these microphones than I would be if we were really in person or at a party or anything. Uh, you know, I would always take, you know, a few <clears throat> a few cocktails to, to warm up when I was uh, in the day. And that was one of the reasons why I drank so much. It made me more social. Um, and, you know, so that was like, that was my personality. You know, where do you sit in the classroom? It's another like question, like you know, that, that they might ask you, like, where do you sit in the classroom? Are you right up front? Are you in the back? Are you in the middle? Do you want to be left alone? You know, do you want to, you know, some people answer questions, some people don't. Some people, um, you know, are better off left alone to do their work and then really bothered and doing more, you know. Um, so these are all these things that they, they develop these character traits, and I promise you, take it, uh, take the test, look at it, and then from there. You know, they do it a lot in business training. You know, what kind of person is good for this type of job? You know, if you're an introvert that doesn't like talking to people and you're not going to be very good at cold calling, uh, you're not going to be a good, you know, salesman, uh, you know, in some ways. Uh, I happen to be, you know, for most of my career in sales. Uh, that's because once I do get comfortable with you and once I am, you know, familiar, I won't shut up, um, as you can see. Uh, but that's, you know, that's my personality. That's how I am. Um, you know, there, there are, you know, a lot of times, uh, my, my ongoing joke, like for, uh, my birthday, like with, with the wife and kids, they'll say, what do you want for your birthday? I say, I want to be left alone. Jokingly, of course, I love them. Uh, but you know, it's, it's nice. I, I really enjoy a, a nice quiet time. You know, I enjoy the quiet runs, the solidarity of, of a run. Other people need to be the focus of attention. They need to be out front, you know, for better or worse. It's, it's just, you know, it's, it's how we're different. And so when I have them take that test, I'll have them do it at home, you know, far away from me, and they can take their time with it. And I'll have them, you know, a point where they're not going to see me maybe for a week or so. Let them review their own results, read their own description, get to know themselves a little bit more. And then when they come back, we just kind of talk about it. And that those are the layers of the onion. I mean, once we get there, then, uh, you know, people can really focus on on their health in a way that we, you know, health or fitness in a way that, uh, that they can grow and, and work. We talk about our wheelhouse, like mm -hmm. what's in your wheelhouse, you know, and, and, and really just kind of do it in a way that it's gonna, it's gonna stick and be long lasting. Um, you know, there are plenty of people that, that don't stick with exercise programs in particular, or a particular style of eating or whatever, um, because maybe it's too much work for them, you know, or somebody who likes enjoys that type of work might stick with that program, you know, something style more. So it's a very, very cool. It's uh, it's a way for you to really just pay attention, take no more.
and be be aware and own who you are. That's something I want to mention right now. That don't feel bad if you are an introvert, and don't feel bad. Don't let anyone shame you if you're an extrovert. I am exactly opposite of what Brian just said. <laughs> like exactly opposite. I need to be leading the parade in a big furry hat. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm better at the podcast. Well, I'm better addressing a room full of a thousand people. Yeah. I love that. That's what gets my adrenaline going. I'm much more of a face-to-face kind of person. You know, I make phone calls, but, you know, I, I think my passion comes across on the phone. But yeah. you can't see my face. You can't. You don't feel the same energy yeah. that I feel like I can give you when I'm in front of you. And I mean, I can't be in front of a million people all the time, but I also have put myself in my life into positions where I could show my leadership. And, you know, people, oh, well, you always want to be center of attention. Well, you're damn right. I always want to be center of attention (laughs) because that's where I feel most comfortable. And I'm not going to feel bad about that because that's who I am. So as someone who's in the fitness industry, I like being the trainer. I like being the instructor. I've always been a teacher. I'm a teacher. Right. Inside, outside, I don't care if I'm teaching about money, your health, your nutrition, your, your fitness. I, I will teach you anything if you want me to teach it to you. We could talk about underwater basket <laughs> I, I don't care. I want to learn. I want to teach. Um, and that's something you have to own. So if yeah. you're someone who loves There's no wrong to, answer to it. It's, you, it's to run. Yeah. It's run. uniqueness. It's uniqueness. It's what makes us unique and and. and you know, there's no, there's no wrong answers. There are very successful, uh, they're very intelligent and successful people that are on all sides of this. Like I said, there's really eight categories when you think about it, and you can be, you know, very, you know, you can, you can be so many different ways. But it's just, this is part of knowing, uh, you know. And again, it's, it's psychology. That's a psychology test. That's, uh, you know, it's a test that that is designed to um, really categorize people uh you know but but that's not the worst you know thing and uh i mean it's weird i i'm i i've always considered myself an extrovert i mean i am outgoing and i can speak in front of people and i and i you know and i and i and i can do a lot of those things of course you know i'm nervous and stuff it's public speaking um what they say picture everyone naked yeah how you doing How you doing? I've been in some awful rooms where you don't necessarily want to do that. <laughs> hey, uh, front row over here. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! And they yeah, probably know what you're trying to do. Which that's is my that's my introverted side there, right? <laughs> Kidding. Uh, you know, so it's you know, again, people that know me might say he's an introvert. Yeah, right. He doesn't shut up. But uh, you know, it's 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 part of me warming up. I have one son who will walk into a room and he's and he's on fire immediately. I have another son who will come in and kind of survey the room and kind of see what's going on before he he becomes you know center of attention. And then I've got another son who uh, will just walk into a room and uh, and just house everybody. <laughs> he's a gorilla, uh, you know. So it's just different, and 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 I think that's another thing, you know, knowing these things, knowing these different personalities, and knowing. Uh, all these things and knowing that this information is out there that you know the uniqueness of different people allows you to kind of get along and play your role and help work with other people uh, you know just in life uh, you know certainly in parenting like I just said you know I've got I've got three have three boys you know they're they're five years apart all of them you know they're within five years all three of them and and they're all different 
and you know they all have different strengths and they all have you know things that I need to be aware of as a parent uh, in order to help them along you know I've got the one who needs lots of work help with his homework I've got the one who you know go do your homework and then it's done and it's done perfectly it's just you know it's just one of those things that, you know it's, it's it's good to know good information one of the things that I definitely want to bring up about this um, today is it talks we talked about strengths like own your strengths or whatnot the one thing I think both of us have experienced is people um, tend to go after things whether it be pressure from other people or the media or just life that are not your strengths. Right. And it's something that as a teacher, I've experienced this as a, as a parent, even growing up and just look at the world. Sometimes you reach for things and you set your goals on something and that's not your strength. Right. And then you feel bad when you fail, when that's not your strength. And it's something that we talked about the Myers-Briggs and finding out what is great for you. And Think about this. Parents are pushing their kids. You've got to get this scholarship in right. college. I can't tell you as a coach how many parents over the years have said, my kid's going to go D1 on a full ride. And I look at them as a collegiate right. athlete who was a scholarship athlete and looks at the kid and I'm like, "It's okay, yeah. the kid is a really great math or English student. They're probably going to get an academic scholarship. Right. But they run away when the ball hits them. Like, and I, you know, and you don't want to tell the parent their kid's not good, but you want to be realistic. Right. And you want to say, listen. I get parents, I get parents who have uh, nine-year-old kids that play Pop Warner football that bring them to me and want to work on their 40 time because that's what the NFL requires. I said, well, how about we make them a better football player and work on some footwork and, you know, get them in shape or something like that. Because, like, a 40 is like, it's like one thing, you know, it's like not necessarily indicative of being a fantastic football player it's it's uh it's just something that i wanted to kind of bring up and, and keep in your mind that is it think about what's realistic right again if you're like brian said if you're an introvert you know what speaking at major conventions for a company is probably not your thing right um again what is your strength find your strength and then be realistic if it's fitness okay you know what you're probably and i had this i had someone tell me a story about this um this week they really wanted to run, never really been able to run before. I get into this another time, but um, signed up for a marathon. <laughs> Actually twice. <laughs> Dropped out. And, you know, that's not their strength. Right. So for me, it was crystal clear. Like, why would you do that right. if you, you know what, baby steps. And, but, and that does not, that's not even just for the, the you know, the new runner. I mean, there, there are fantastic runners that their strength is a 5K. Right. And they can run them very well. Or a mile. Or even. a mile. Sure, there's milers. There's wow. milers. A kid that look at them on the track team and say, that's a miler through and through. Or sprinter, you know. Uh, that's the strength of, you know, for fitness right there. Not everybody is a marathon. It actually pisses people off because, you know, there's a lot of people that are running marathons now and they might run them in, you know, God bless them, they do them. But, they, you know, they might do them in six hours or five hours. hours or eight hours or they do them and they put the sticker on their car. And then there's a guy who's maybe a collegiate 5k runner who you know the person that he works with says oh you know did you ever run a marathon oh you don't run a marathon and you know they might think that they're not really legit. he's like he's, he's like yeah, saying bolts, yeah you know? he's probably running you know he's not running a 5k in 15 minutes or you know 14 something 
And uh, yeah, so it's uh, a lot of them. I know I know people that will that are five k runners and things that'll run the marathon just to say that they, <laughs> they've done it, just to get people off their back. Not really, but you could probably see how, you know, that 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 would, you know, there's a reason for that. It's a good bucket list. That, I mean, yeah. hey, fitness. Uh, you want to do yeah. anything? Please yeah. do it. Yeah. Be safe. Sure. We're here for you. Sure. All right. So I think um, we'll hold off for today, but um, I do want to tell this that. We played what the food, and then we played what the fitness. Yeah. So of course, like, I've been brainstorming because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a great game. I so we're gonna we're gonna keep this out. I think for time we'll do it next week. Is that? Let's do it. What do you want to do? Okay. I mean, sure. We'll all just right, you know, lock it out. All right. So I literally brainstormed all the f words as possible. F words. So, what are we gonna play? There's so many good f words. What out the there. fajita? I can't, even. I can't even. What the falafel? Oh my gosh, I can't even. Okay, so we're going to play What the Frustration. Ooh. What the Frustration. Christine Conti, I am ready. WTF. What the Frustration. What the Frustration. Okay, so today was, we talked about strengths. We also do keep it a little bit real. So, <laughs> I want, my biggest frustration is, fill in the blank. Negativity. My biggest frustration with other people is. I'm sorry, I meant uh, the the. The first one, the frustration with with other people is the negativity. It's people, I get frustrated when I'm dealing when I'm not dealing with or working with somebody who's very frustrated, who's who's negative. There's no going back. Okay, go, go. <laughs> Just kidding. No, go. So, <laughs> all right. Working with other people, in other people, it's definitely okay. Per Ready? Personal negativity. The way I overcome frustration is deep breaths. Anything else? Deep breaths. Uh, um. Empathy, you know, try and figure out why they're, you know, they would see things in that way. So, biggest fitness frustration? Um, you didn't know these questions before. No, or no, what think word I was going to come out with? Biggest fitness frustration for me is probably strength. There are people who are just like superhuman strong, like right out of the box. And uh, I'm not, I, I, you know, my, my, I'm not like a, super strong, strong guy. I can, I can um, run far. I can run fast. I can do those things. You know, those are my strengths, uh, you know, but uh, for me to get, um, you know, very strong, like if I wanted to have a big bench press or something like that, I'm, well, maybe I'd be CrossFit. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the, my lack of natural strength is a frustration for me. Okay. And what's your biggest nutrition frustration? <sighs> My biggest nutrition frustration. That's a good question. You're welcome. Um, Are there so many? Or no, is it... no. I just, I'm just, I'm trying to pinpoint it. Um, probably that it's hard. That it's hard to really do it well all the time. If it was easier, it would be less frustrating. Uh, either that or like those little mini pretzel sticks. They're frustrating as hell. Like what my kids will eat, those little mini pretzel, like this And then they make a sticks. gigantic mess all over the place yeah. and salt <laughs> no. goes everywhere. Little mini pretzel sticks. Like, you know, I like a I like a, a nugget or a pretzel rod as opposed to those little mini pretzel sticks. If I'm eating pretzels at all. You know, it's one of those things that we have in the house because the kids, they usually will have like in the kids' lunches or something like that. And when, as a grown man, I try to eat little mini pretzel sticks, 
it's extremely frustrating. I got really dehydrated at, at Boston and I yeah. think last year and it, it was like pretzel sticks. and it was like YOLA. Literally all my nutrition went out the window. <laughs> I was grabbing like pretzel sticks yeah. and like Skittles and like oh, yeah. Twizzlers. It yep. was a bad time for me, a bad moment. I have a friend of mine that ate uh, a munchkin, a a, a uh, Dunkin' Donuts munchkin at like mile twenty four of the Marine Corps marathon one year because they were available. And yeah, I, same kid, same guy, actually ate sunflower seeds from a complete stranger in the last few miles of the New York City Marathon one time because they told him he needed salt and he took them. Ken Walsh, love you, brother. Marathons where you get Vaseline sticks <laughs> and eat food from strangers. There's no other right. experience like it. Right. Oh, I'll take a Vaseline stick from you, Mr. Stranger, <laughs> and rub it all over my body. That's right. Like, what? what? <laughs> oh, yes, little Susie, I'll take that bag of that big I'll put my hand my sweaty hand in your big tub of Skittles and the, eat yeah really the, I mean like, the one the one yeah. take candy from strangers yet you're doing this like random you know the one thing I always say and I told Ken this was I said it made great sense at the time mm -hmm. it really made sense yep. oh I need that yep yep absolutely that's funny absolutely all right so we will end with that for today. But um, of course, Brian had no idea what I was going to say nor what F word I was going to come up with. So <laughs> do my it. best. I love that game. I think it's a fantastic. Game. There's so much more of that to come because there's so many good. F -words. Unbelievable. Christine Conti, we just did an hour of podcast. That's because we're crazy. To fit crazy. I feel like I could do another hour. Yeah. But everyone's like, you know, we we'll save it for next go. week. We'll <laughs> save it for next week. All right. Much love, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. iTunes, we want uh, we want us to be uh, we, uh, subscribe, listen, rate us. I'm Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And we're where it's at. And a microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. That's it. Two Fit Crazies <laughs> and a microphone. Where it's at.